shit. What's up with you niggas? Oh shit, I almost dropped the mic. Fuck, hold on one minute. Let me get myself situated here. God damn. What's good with y'all, man? It's your boy. We back. Another episode of Bunsy's Corner. I think this is episode 18. God damn, we are moving along, aren't we? We're going to be at a 50 in no time. Uh, guys, I'm not sad, but I'm not the happiest. I'm just tired, yo. I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm fucking tired. Just been a very busy, uh, jam-packed work week, as per usual. Um, You know, this weekend has been quite insane. Um, this is like the, the weekend before back to school and all the kids are going back and... Oh, it's been just a fucking shit show, man. Today I had some guy, literally today, just to kick things off right away with some bullshit. <laughs> uh, some guy fucking came in. And uh, sorry, I'm looking for my weed. There we go. Some guy came in with his daughter, you know, and the only I, I really don't have an issue with people who come in and they're you know they're 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 talking about their medical exemption or that all that bullshit that should normally it really don't really bother me i mean it bothers me but it doesn't really rile me up the way that it did with this guy um this guy comes in with his daughter and he's uh i'm like hey man where's your mask I, i'm already like you know the rules already and you're just being a dick so <laughs> i'm just like hey man uh where's your mask Oh, I uh, I have a medical exemption. You know, it's like, I feel like that's the only thing that these people know. Like these dumbass niggas, that's all they know. They don't know anything else to get them out of wearing a mask. They only know medical exemption. So I'm like, so my part timer, he's the one who's actually dealing with it, and he was he was just like, well, you're gonna need a mask to stay in here. And he's like, oh, so what? You're not gonna sell me a hat? We're like, no. Really, that's exactly what we're gonna do is not sell you a hat like that's that's exactly how this interaction is gonna go um he didn't like that and he was like oh well then fucking call security and fucking go call security so i go i go to the the you know the eb games next to me and i'm like you guys give me security's number we recently just got a new fucking phone at work so all the numbers all the numbers got erased and we just never really got around to putting the new numbers in so we had to go get security's number so i, I had went over i had come back <clears throat> and as I'm as I'm like coming back from from uh, EB Games, I see he's like recording the store, and he's like talking like, "Yeah, this is the store that wouldn't sell me a hat." Like, first and foremost, your daughter looked petrified. Like your daughter looked very scared at you know having to even be in this, and she's maybe three, three or four, and it's like. You know, kids remember things like this when, you know, when their parents are fucking dumbasses. Like, I, for, and here's the thing. I'm never going to tell someone how to parent their parent their child. Like, I don't have kids. So I'm never going to be like, oh, well, you should or you shouldn't or blase, blase. But I will say it's inherently re- irresponsible of you to act the way that you're acting um, in front of your child. That's all. If you don't want to wear a mask, cool. Stay home. Be a better example for your daughter because at the end of the day there are rules set in place there are things that everybody i've talked about this before nobody likes nobody likes having to wear a mask i think i'm the only psychopath on earth who likes wearing the mask because it's like well you don't really see my face and i get to hide my face when people are look at this creepy ass nigga you're so creepy man you're like 57 i'm sorry i got sidetracked there was a there was a pretty girl walking on the on the road in front of me and this old ass nigga in a truck 
is just like I could see his face and he's just smiling creepily. Anyways, it's just in, it's just so irresponsible of you as a parent to fucking, you know, impose your views and download your views onto your child because that's what you deem as as right. And it's like you're you're recording. You were recording my part timer apparently because when I got back to the store, my part timer was telling me, "Oh yeah, he started like recording me and saying like, oh, this is the guy that wouldn't sell me a hat." And I'm just like, dude, like, who are you go- like? Who are you posting that to? And then them like that they're gonna see that and be like, oh yeah, this was like a good move for you. Nobody, not a fucking soul, is gonna see that and be like, oh yeah, you're 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 in the right there. You know, you're you 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 should have been serviced regardless of having a mask or not. Oh, this was the kicker. I didn't even mention. So he, so after we had told him like, yo, we're not selling, we're not going to service you if you don't have a mask on. He's like, oh, so what? You guys are going to be prejudiced against me? (laughs) I'm not going to lie right away. I was kind of like, I don't really think he's, I don't really think he's using that word correctly. Now I'm not the smartest nigga in the batch, but something tells me he's not using the word prejudice correctly. And I had let it be known in front of him that, I don't care that you feel like you're being prejudiced against, if that's the word. I, like, I don't care. Like, yeah, that's what we're doing here. Like, you're not wearing a mask. Get the fuck out. Like, I can't stress that shit enough, man. It's just, it's, it's just, it's baffling to me that everybody understands the rules. Fuck, where the fuck is my lighter? Oh, there it is. Everybody understands the rules and standards that are in place in terms of COVID and in terms of wearing a mask, in terms of wearing personal protective gear inside a store, right? Everyone understands that. Why is there a small selection of niggas who just don't get that? Y'all heard the lighter flick? Yeah. We on the Lil Wayne vibes right now. I'm not gonna lie. I've been consuming a lot more weed than than normal lately. And I don't know what that says, but... I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just like... You, you, know, you know what you're supposed to do. You know what you're supposed to have on when you enter a store. You know the things that you're not supposed to do upon entry of the store and for whatever reason niggas just feel like they could do whatever the fuck they want because of what they pay taxes guess when the guy pay taxes too and here my dumb ass isn't a mask <laughs> like i don't know what the fuck's wrong with niggas man and that was that was today so i'm, I'm recording on a monday which i think is going to be uh, my new recording days i'm still going to try to have the episode out for you guys um Wednesday latest, latest. I'll say Wednesday latest. Still not, still not set in set in stone or anything. But I'm gonna try to do it Wednesday latest. So another thing happened today. A guy purchased a hat. I didn't even look his look at his receipt because the the condition of the hat had already told me what kind of conversation we were gonna have. So I he came in and he was like, "Hey man, um, I want to exchange this hat because it's like it's too tight." And I said, uh, that hat's dirty. <laughs> like, that ass, that was my only response. I'm like, the hat's dirty. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I wore it once. I was like, I, I can't take that back. He's like, yeah, but it's, like, really pinching me. Plus, I'm like, I'm, I'm a member here. We'll pause right there real quick. We have a membership, right, where you sign up $6, you get 20% off and some other perks for a whole, you know, fiscal year. So he's like, oh, I, I'm a member. So, you know, you got to do something for me. And I said, no, I don't <laughs> like, no, like I don't. Cause that's no one ever really told him that, oh, you, because you're a member here that we have to do things for you. That's not how any of this works. So I was like, yeah, no, I don't have to do that for you. He was like, oh, can I request a manager? 
Now, first of all, requesting something is fucking hilarious when you're using it in a sentence. You didn't ask to speak to a manager. You requested the manager. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm the manager. And he's like, you're the manager. And I'm like, yeah. Mm. Well, then he was like, oh, I don't believe you're the manager. And I said, what? Yeah, I don't believe you're the manager. So I'm just going to go talk to the other guy behind the register. Because he's the one who sold it to me. Plus, he seems like he's a lot hes a lot nicer than you. And I said, I swear to God, I laughed in this guy's face. So I was like, okay. Yeah, please go ask him. So my part-time, he's like cashing someone else. So I'm like, yo, this guy tried to like embarrass me. Because he was saying loudly, like, oh, you're not the manager. You're not the manager. I'm going to go talk to him. So he goes up to him. And I was like, yo. And I'm talking to my part-time. I'm like, yo, who's the manager here today? And he looked confused at first because he was like, why are you asking me that? <laughs> right? But I'm like, he'll just answer the question. Who's the manager today? And he pointed at me and I was like, well, <laughs> it's a, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Like, what are you going to do now? He's like, oh, well, I'll still talk to him because he's going to tell me something different. And I was like, go for it. I don't give a fuck. So let me be clear, guys, just to be very, very clear. This hat was in the, like, a, it, was, it was in rough shape. You could tell that he wore it more than once. Um, there was sweat all in it. There was dust all over it. He wore the hat more than once. And even at, even at um, uh, 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 the, the count of one, wearing that hat once, that's still enough for me not to take the hat back. But I knew he was lying, so I was just like, oh, fuck this nigga. So he goes, he talks to the part-timer. He's like, hey, like, you know, I, I bought this hat. and blah, blah, blah. So he's like, what did he tell you? <laughs> he's like, he's talking. The part-timer's like, what did, he, what did my manager tell you? Oh, that he won't take it back because... Uh, it's dirty. And I, I swear to God, there are people in the store and I just shrugged my shoulders because they can hear the conversation between my part-timer and this customer. And at that point, I just shrugged my shoulders and like, haha, you fucking idiot. Like you're not getting what you want now. You thought you were, but you're not. And, uh, um, he fucking, uh, he was just like, oh, well, all right, thanks. You're a lot nicer than he was. And I, I was, I, I, for the life of me, I can't figure out what, you know, I can't for the life of me figure out really where that came from because I didn't say anything to him that was uh, rude or aggressive or, you know, I was just giving, providing customer service. Like, hey, man, I can't take that hat back because you violated the terms of of the return or an exchange. But he didn't want to hear that. I was like, dude, I can't take a hat back that's been worn. He just wasn't, right? So he was like, oh, yeah, you're a lot nicer than he is. And then he was, and then he stormed out. And then he crumpled the receipt and dropped it on the floor. Then proceeded to put the same hat on that he said was too tight for him. I can't make this shit up, man. Y'all niggas is just dumb. <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with you? Take that aggression, go home, watch some porn, and get on with your day. But leave that aggression shit at home. You know what I mean? Like, and to be then to be quite frank, these two uh, incidences, incidences or incidents, incidents. It's not incidences because that would just be redundant, maybe. And I don't even really know what that word means. Nonetheless, these two incidents happened a half an hour in between each other, which is like kind of unprecedented, really, for retail to you have two nut jobs come in half an hour uh, in between each other. But the Lord has blessed me because I'm able to give you guys uh, content. (laughs) The Kings. Nah, shout out Joe Budden. Anyways. Mm. And the whole day. The whole day, niggas was uh, niggas was get, getting phone calls asking if we were open because it's uh, it's Labor Day today in Canada. So if you're an American listener, you probably don't know what the fuck that is. I think I think Americans have this uh, 
the same holiday. I think they know what Labor Day is. And can someone explain to me why the fuck you can't wear white after Labor Day Labor Day, and just exactly how that works? Because technically, every day is after Labor Day. Do you kind of get it? Right? Full calendar year. Damn near every day is after Labor Day. So what do you mean I can't wear white on Labor Day? What fucking idiot came up with? <laughs> can't wear white on Labor Day. Okay, okay. I don't know if you guys just heard, but a car just started next to me, right? Probably like three or four spots over. Now, when I pulled into the spot that I am... It's tinted windows, and there's a couple in there, and you fucking guessed they were getting nasty in there. I took a peek over. Tinted windows, but not tinted hard enough for my black eyes. So I'm looking, and I'm seeing. I'm. It looked like he had a handful of titty, and she had a handful of, or a mouthful of something, because her head was moving up and down. Now, I'm not really one to intrude. I'm not even really one to be creepy and watch. But I definitely took a few peeks. <laughs> I definitely took a few peeks. Listen, I I don't know if it's just me and I'm creepy and I'm weird, but there's definitely a side of me that like, oh, if there are people fucking, I'm going to try to get a few, uh, try to get a few peeks. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to get a few peeks. But, oh, what are they in there doing? How how are they doing it and shit? They, you know what I mean? Like, my head is all in. Like, oh, what's up? What y'all doing? <laughs> and now they're like, well, I heard the car start. I thought they were pulling off, but I don't think that's happening anymore. Um, honestly, man, let's play some music, man. Cause it's all in my head I think about it over and over again And I can't keep picturing you with him And it hurts so bad Cause it's all in my Close my eyes. 
some really um the hip-hop world the culture that i absolutely love um lost a lost a huge juggernaut today man 
just want to say rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Um, he was an actor, a phenomenal actor to say the least. More known for his roles on um, The Wire, he played Omar. Um, he also played a character on Boardwalk Empire. Um, and he's just—he's been in other small movies, big movies, TV shows, commercial. Like he's just done a lot of phenomenal work. He was a, be slowly becoming an activist. Um, just someone who you know wasn't as big as he was. Never fell victim to the Hollywood shit. You know. Always seemed like a stand-up guy. Provided absolutely. Yo, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Sorry, I I'm getting distracted. Um balloon or something nonetheless um got sidetracked my bad guys um rest in peace to 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 him my condolences and love to his family um that is just found in his apartment still don't know the cause of death everything is still relatively new the news is not really broken I, if i'm not mistaken he was Fifty-four years old. Fifty fucking four years old. That's a real, like, tricky thing about... I mean, you hear it all the time, man. You, you know what... You know what death is. You know how sudden it can come, and you know how long-lasting the feeling can... can be to someone who's dealing with it. it fucking sucks, man. Um, rest in peace to Michael Michael K. Williams, man. You know, I constantly say that I'm gonna, like gonna fix my relationship. <laughs> I keep saying constantly that I'm gonna I'm gonna fix my um my relationship with my family. On both sides, mom's side and dad's side. It never happens. All my inhibitions are saying, yeah, fucking do it. It's the right thing to do. It's, you know, family's important. Um, family's going to hold you down when nobody else will. And that's true to a degree. <laughs> that's true to a degree. It's not, it's not, it's not set in stone for me. I understand that for other people, family being number one is family means the most, you know, to a lot of people. And I, I, I get that. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm just simply stating that family for me has always been it's been touch and go in terms of relationships. Um, some of it might be my doing. Uh, a lot of it is just. I don't even know. That's the that's the fucked up part is I don't really even know what it is. 
with my dad's side, I can confidently say I've, I've, I, I, I got to work for that one. There's no, there's no arguments there. Like I have to be the one to like reach out more to them and, you know, make the effort to say like, yo, I'm going to call them or talk to them and just see how they're doing or whatnot. I have to be the one to make that effort. But on my mom's side, I really don't fucking feel like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't fucking feel like I should reach out to anybody. I don't know. I don't know what that says. Maybe that. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe that says some shit, but I'm not fucking doing it. Not right now. And I know what you're thinking. Like, it's anything can happen tomorrow, which is true. Anything can happen tomorrow, and I might regret not ever doing it. I'm ge- I guess I'm just scared that I don't know how. You know? Scared I don't know how. But maybe I should treat repairing that relationship the same way that I did this podcast and just kind of just do it. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But fuck that. Let's get off that sad shit, man. Um, I just wanted to get the, the sad stuff out of the way. Um, once again, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams, man. That's a, that's a huge loss. Um, I don't know if he had kids, but family nonetheless. Um, to the hip-hop community, this is a huge loss. Um, and that's it, man. I don't, I don't really got much else to say on that, man. Just rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Oh, man, I saw this video um, on, it was Instagram or it might have been Twitter. Yeah, I think it was Twitter. I saw this video on Twitter, I want to say about last week, um, and it was, it looked like a high school. Mm. Looked like a high school, and um, this uh, person, because I definitely am not good with the gender role stuff. I'm terrible at it, guys, I'm sorry. But um, I saw this video on Twitter. Of this uh, person wearing, they were wearing, you know, a normal outfit and they had the the pride flag wrapped around them. You know, they're just chilling at their own table with their friend and nothing crazy is going on or whatever. And uh, what the fuck is this nigga doing now? I don't know what it is, but homeless niggas and crackheads, they just always find their way to my car. Absolutely always. I'm just waiting for him to pass, y'all. Just give me a minute. I told y'all, man, I live in the ghetto of Brampton, so, like, this is... This is a constant thing, man. Fucking... These niggas just be walking by my car. Like, why? Out of all the places you could have walked, it was right by my car. That was the safest place for you to walk. Anyways. um, Yeah, I saw this video on Twitter... The person wearing the pride flag and another person exits, enters stage right and like aggressively snatches the flag off of them, which, you know, I couldn't really I I think I didn't play it with audio uh, because I think I was just uh, in a public place or whatever. And I didn't play it with audio, but you could see that the guy after he ripped the flag off of that person. Like he was visibly and physically angry because of that person wearing the flag and it's just like why why i don't under i've talked i talked about this on the on the last podcast i'm I'm not quite familiar with the hate for people who are lgbtq and on like i don't I, I don't understand the the hate for it i will say this <laughs> 
I will say this. A lot of people of the LGBTQ community have views that I don't necessarily agree with, but it doesn't mean that I contest their lifestyle. Like, it doesn't mean that I don't want them to live their life how they live their life. They just share certain views on certain things that I don't necessarily agree with. And you know what? Fuck you. We're not getting into it. So, yeah, like, but it's just like with anybody else, like a person who's, you know, a straight person, like they have views that I don't agree with. So it's just the same thing, really. But. I don't understand the, the like, uh, it, it really blows my mind every time I see videos that, that involve, like, real prejudice, if that's a word, uh, real racism, and real bigotry. Like, when I see shit like that, it's just, it, it constantly reminds me that this shit is taught in the homes. You know? Like, there are parents out there who teach their kids that it's okay to hate someone based on their, uh, their race, um, their sexual orientation, how they sexually identify. And that's just like, that's, uh, that's not my jam. That is not my jam. Um, because like at the end of the day, we're all human. At the end of the day, we all bleed. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how rich you are, poor you are black, white, like we, we all bleed. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. And it just, it, it, you got to be a real piece of shit human to teach your kid to hate someone because they, they wear the pride flag. Nigga, you were in the left turning lane. How the fuck did you end up making a right turn? And now you're making a U-turn. Y'all niggas is wildin'. And there, look, look, cops pulling them over. Look. Oh, they got his ass. <laughs> they actually got his ass. I can't believe I witnessed that. Anyways, just, just to be clear about it, man. I don't fuck with that hate shit. I don't fuck with that, um... That sexism shit. I don't fuck with that racism shit. I don't fuck with none of that shit, man. That's not, that's not, that's not the wave. It's not the wave. And I'd be seeing it a lot too on the timeline, the way uh, people talk about like NBA players and shit. Oh yeah, I'd be seeing it. It's very backhanded and it's very slight. Um, But it's weird because like these, these people who hate black people because now we're on race now sorry guys this is cnn now (laughs) but the people who hate race and they'll hate black people are the same people who love our culture and it you know that saying love us like you love our culture that's a fucking fact it's a fucking fact black people have shaped the world on a, a political level on a societal level and on a media level we've shaped the fucking world over the years, and we don't get our credit. We absolutely do not get our credit, and I think that is fucked up to say the least. That niggas is fronting and don't acting like they don't know where they got their sauce from. You know where you got your sauce from. I see kids every day walking in requesting certain hats because they see niggas wearing it, and niggas make that shit look cool. Remember I had that talk? Uh, uh, last episode with y'all about why the fuck Crocs are so popular guess who did that niggas did that we did that now not me because David Bunsey is not wearing no Crocs he got me fucked up I'm not wearing Crocs but that doesn't take away from my point that these things are popular these things are in high demand because of black people let's not even talk about how black people have fucking heavily majorly impacted the fashion industry Let's not talk about that because y'all niggas don't want to have that fucking conversation. It pisses me off seeing black people be slighted for 
basically their skin color. We don't get the recognition, nor do we get the, the payout or recognition. I think I said that already. We don't get the recognition, but we don't get the reward or the acknowledgement. It's always some niggas coming along and fucking Columb- uh, Christopher Columbusing some shit. Y'all niggas just be coming along and taking shit that wasn't hot. And then when it is hot, you made it seem like you found it like, you know how many articles I've seen in the last decade? Perfect example. I saw this one article. This white girl was wearing Tim's. Okay, white girls wearing Tim's and they're like, look how look how these new construction boots are taking over the world or some bullshit like that. Like, shut the fuck up. What the fuck are you talking about? Or when white girls started, remember like when the whole white girl uh, box braids were, were a thing? And I was seeing mad, mad articles talking about like, oh, check this new trendy style out that is sweeping the nation. Bitch. Box braids have been around since like the 80s. What the fuck are you on? It just honestly, like, it just pisses me off, man. We shape the world, we shape the culture, and we get none of the recognition for that. Or even a fucking acknowledgement that, you know, like, oh yeah, black people are responsible for this. Black people were responsible for this. Black people were responsible for that, that, and that. You refuse to fucking admit it. You want to know why? Because refusing that black people are right and they've been right for years and years shows, um, what's the word? It shows weakness. It's like, oh yeah, these people that we um, harbored as slaves for so long um, and then also forced into uh, segregation and also uh, 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 forced into poverty, detrimental poverty, by the way, um, locked up. Uh, incarcerated at mass these people that we did these things to or were actually right and we actually were the ones who stole these things from these people that that would show that would cause some kind of economic reset imagine if joe budden got <laughs> joe budden <laughs> i've literally never made that mistake before until right now that's so fucking funny but imagine if joe biden were to address the country of america and say yeah you know what Y'all niggas, y'all niggas was right. Y'all niggas deserve what, you know, some reparations that would cause an economic reset and economic shutdown. Niggas wouldn't know what to do, but that shit ain't going to happen. So we just have to keep, keep reminding, constantly reminding that black lives matter. You know what I mean? And I'm not even talking about the the organization because the organization I've just heard a lot of shady things about them over the years, and I don't say this. I don't say the slogan to uh, uh, big up in any way the the fund the fundraiser organization corporation whatever the fuck it is now. I say that because I actually mean it. Black lives do fucking matter. And if you are an all lives matter nigga, turn this shit off right now because this shit this shit ain't for you, weirdo ass niggas. All lives matter. Y'all niggas is fucking terrible people. Mm. Or the y- y- y'all heard of those uh the the blue lives matter niggas? Them them niggas is the worst. But we're not even gonna talk about them. We're giving them too much too much light. Um. Okay, so I actually had a request. Let's talk music real quick. <laughs> uh yeah, fuck. Actually, let's talk music real quick, man. Let's get right into the shits. Um, I still haven't heard Donda, so I'm sorry. But I haven't heard Donda yet. I've heard mixed reviews. Um, I hear it's good. I hear it's not. Um, I'm going to check it out. It's just... 
to be honest, I haven't really checked out like Kanye's last two projects, two three projects, because I just don't like how he's been moving. Um, I don't like how he's been kind of operating in like a day to day life that I see in the news. I'm kind of like Kanye is really off his fucking marbles, man, and I don't really know if he's gonna put out music that I really want to hear, especially since he's not cussing no more. But whatever, I am gonna get to it. Um, but whatever, uh, I didn't yet. Um, but I did, of course, uh, you know, being from Toronto, I kind of feel like you kind of just have to listen to Drake and you have to at least give it a fair listen at least once. Uh, Drake dropped Certified Lover Boy, I think it was Friday night. And I started late on Saturday, so I was up. I was up until 2 a.m. anyways, uh, wait, actually waiting for it. And um, I like it. It's a cool album. Um, I put it this way, man. I'm, Drake is never really blowing me away pause with his with like his music anymore drake what drake does is very well and he does at the highest level so he's not surprising me when he drops an album like this good album but it's just not to me for me to say that this is drake's best work that i'd be i'd honestly be lying to not only him but to myself like i i gotta keep it a bean like this is not a bad album so let me preface this by saying this is not a bad album at all um I do fuck with it. There are some joints that I fuck with it uh, for sure on it. Way too sexy. That's a fucking banger. Um, what else? Oh, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. Oh, he... Okay, listen, guys. We already know who he was talking to, so let's not. I'm not going to sit here and act fucking stupid. Um, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. You Only Live Twice, Wayne and Ross. I, you know what? When we, when we look back at... Um, when we look back at Rick Ross's career, I'm going to say this here. Rick Ross has never dropped a terrible verse. Not no, no, I don't even go so far to say that. Rick Ross has never dropped an okay verse. Almost all of Rick Ross's verses have always been fire. And I'll just say that here and leave it there. Um, Lil Wayne, obviously, he did his thing on it. Uh, Way Too Sexy said that already. Champagne Poetry, that's great song. I like it. I like it. Uh, where would I put it up there with Drake's intros? I would put it, I'd put it third behind the resistance which i think was the intro on drake's first album uh over my dead body yeah i'm gonna put yeah the, i'll put that right behind um those two they great great intro really rapping his ass off um i miss you too featuring kid cuddy i saw a meme that said like <laughs> kanye's friends are all on drake's album laughing at him <laughs> <laughs> ah, I thought that was funny because uh, it's true. He got Jay on the album and that Jay verse, uh, probably best verse on the album, to be honest with you. I'm sorry I got a Jay bias, guys. You guys know this already. Know this already. Um, who is playing that music right now? It's always the the short, small niggas who do shit like that. He was like, he could barely see over the steering wheel. And his hat was way too big for him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Jay had a really smacking verse on that. It was kind of short, but did his thing. And I want to talk about now my favorite fucking song on this album. Yeba's Heartbreak. Yo, I need to, I listen, I don't know if I played the song already. Shit, sorry, sorry. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> um, that that Yeba's Heartbreak on CLB, uh, 
hands on my favorite song. Um, I knew about Yeba from that uh, Lucky Day song, and I really started to dive into her music, and she's really fucking talented. She's from Memphis. Um, Super fucking, like, soulful voice that has such great range. Um, She's got a powerful voice, too. And she really, like, poured emotion into that Yeba's Heartbreak on CLB, man. That shit is, like... I can tell that's going to be one of those songs that every time I hear it, it's going to be just an out. Like, I'm going to feel everything um, at the moment. Um, I like Poppy's Home. That's that's a, that's a good joint. Um, but, yeah, man, this this it, it was a cool album. It wasn't it wasn't anything like, oh, you know what I mean? I did have, there was one kid who came to my store and he was like, oh, did you hear that new Drake shit? It's, it's mid still. It's mid. I'm like, ugh. Drake is not mid. I mean, he put out views, but. It's whatever. <laughs> Drake's not mid though. Like, stop it, man. That's insane. But uh, yeah, no, not the best album that I've heard from Drake. Um, definitely not the worst album I've heard from Drake. So that's saying something. But yeah, good album. I like it. Uh, recently came across a song in other music news. I came across uh, that fucking Essence song by Wizkid. Holy shit! I gotta pay more attention to Wizkid because he's like. He's been dropping bangers steadily since One Dance, and I just missed all of them. Like I think I've missed every last one of them, because I don't. I I just that that One Dance song was drilled so much into my fucking head that I feel like any song that he makes is gonna sound exactly like it. And you know what? I'm fucking here for it because that fucking song Essence with Justin Bieber and Thames. Yo, shout out Thames because he was on CLB and his shit was hard. Um. He had Justin Bieber and Thames on a, on that song Essence, and it's been on like a fucking repeat. Every it's been on just a heavy repeat. Repeat, goddamn, fuck! I just ashed on myself. Ugh. It's been on heavy repeat repeat since um since I heard it, and I think it's a relatively old song. Like it's not. I don't think it's a new song by any means. Like I knew. I think it came out this year, but you know, if you're like a month behind, niggas think that you like. Oh, you haven't heard this song yet? I'm like no, nigga, I haven't heard this song yet. Fuck out my face. So. That song's been on repeat. I've been loving the shit out of it. Um, what else have I been listening to? Oh, um, okay. So a friend of a friend of a friend whose brother's girlfriend had asked me to uh, review the Ty Dolla Sign and Division um, Division album. And you know what? It was a cool album. Um, it wasn't anything uh, great. I I like them. Here's the thing: is that I I I don't think that they had great chemistry. And I, okay, so they had great chemistry, and they had um, what's the word? Yeah, they had great chemistry on songs, but I just don't like how their voices sound together. Yeah, that's what I don't like. It's very uh, no, I, I it just not for me. Um, but the I like the opening song, Memories. That's a really really good song. Um, I like how they had the the freak me the freak me sample from um, what's that nineties R and B group? Fuck. Uh, let me lick you up and down. Oh, Silk. They had the Silk. Uh, that's that that song. Let me lick you up into that. They had that uh, sample in there, and they started that off that that album off with that, and it was good. It was right around the time when I got to Can't Tell with YG when I was like, yeah, um, I didn't I I wasn't gonna like the rest of this, and I I kind of really didn't. Um, I like I kind of like Wedding Cake. Um, big shout out to them though for having a Mac Miller uh, feature on this man. Um, 
that was kind of that was pretty dope i gotta be honest but no cool album um i really like memories really like can you can, can you take it um i know fucking ty dollar sign gets a lot of fucking flack uh he's been getting a lot of flack lately but i still very much like the music that he produces um kind of still waiting on some new music from him just in case i've missed it uh but i definitely would would check it out if it's been out same thing with division i was put onto division very late uh, um and i had some catching up to do but division they're fucking they're fucking dope like i really fuck with division division a lot they're now part of like the the, the r&b repertoire that i have now you know what's so crazy about me up until i don't know 20 fucking 19 I was not giving any new R&B a chance because I was so hung up on, uh, like my '90s, early 2000s shit, R&B at least. That at, at that time I was like not very open to listening to, uh, you know, new R&B, anything that's like 2015, 2016, and on. Which is insane because like you think that these people they make music too, and obviously they're trying to put out good music. So of course, inevitably, there's gonna be a lot of good new music out. And I just happened to learn that lesson a little late um, and the hard way because a lot of people were fucking flaming me for listening to old shit, all the young niggas at work. So <laughs> I started giving uh, new R&B and shit a chance, and I'm glad that I did because uh, that shit's fire, man. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about who I listen to now, man. And it's just it's always I'm always on the hunt for great music. So I thought I would check out this division and Ty Dolla Sign. It was a, it was a cool album. Um, will I go back to it? Most likely. Uh, very, very. What's the word? You know, 90s love making music inspired. You could tell that. Um, and of course, I come from that era. So and I'm sure they do, too. So I can I understand it. I just the, my only gripe was I don't really like their voices together. That's a good chemistry on songs, good content. Like if I'm trying to leave it in and I think you know what I mean when I say leave it in. You know what I mean? I'm having this song, I'm having this album playing. Um and if you want to check it out, it's actually called Cheers to the Best Memories. Yeah, Cheers to the Best Memories. Good good album, good good R&B album. Um what else have I been bumping, man? What else been in the little repertoire? Oh my god. Big bo- listen. I know Andre 3000, and just, yeah, we're going to talk about this real quick. Andre 3000, uh, I, th- I think he's the one who released it, but he, he put out a verse that was on Kanye's album, or was supposed to be on Kanye's album. And boy, did he flame that shit. Oh my goodness. Andre 3000 almost never, do- he's another one of those people that um, never, he's one of those other people, we're going to look back on his career, and he's never had a whack verse. That's what we call true emceeing. So, um, he put out, he put that shit out, that shit was hard, and I immediately, immediately said, I need to go look for some big boy music. I'm glad that I did, because he's got a new song with, you know, shout out to the Dungeon family, uh, Sleepy Brown, and if you don't know who fucking Sleepy Brown is, turn this podcast off and go do your fucking Googles. I don't want, I don't even want to talk to you if you don't know who Sleepy Brown is. Anyways, they have a song called Lowercase, no cap. I gotta be honest holy shit big boy's another one of those guys never had a shit verse and he'll never have a shit verse because that shit fucking slaps dog the way that you're walking the way that you're talking talking you're the one i want to spend this night with trying to get in them drawers and bang it out to the morning i can already tell you want it because you're shaking it off for me giving it all to me rubbing that body keep on shaking it off for me giving it all to me rubbing that body 
you doing, mama? I need to know your name. You giving me the ah I'm giving you the same. It just hit me right now. What we should do today? Go tell your friends bye bye. Hey, let's go hop a plane. It's no mistake in the attractions. Ironic, I wanna make you someone more than just a bone in my closet. I wanna win that type of relationship where you gon' wanna come hang when your man didn't trip. You say you're short this month and you're late on your rent. He took your car, what you mean, homeless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to stay on music because I want to fucking stay on music. <laughs> uh, fuck, man. I don't know if I spoke about that Baby Keem record with Kendrick. Oh, my fucking God, man. Smoking on your top five tonight. To- listen, uh, I'm sorry. I got I got. Listen, I, I know and not to compare because I don't I don't like doing this, but I know the inevitable. Oh, but you don't like Drake. Shit is going to fucking pop up. I like Drake. I love I really love Drake's music. I do. I don't know why I'm critical. I'm just as critical as him of him that I would be of Kendrick Lamar. But the only thing with Kendrick Lamar, my only criticism is that he. Did he hit his car? Oh, no way. He hit his fucking car. No way. Are they going to exchange words now? All right, so guys, sorry to completely interrupt what I was just saying, but I just watched a nigga rear-end another nigga. And now, the guy who got out the van got out the... Oh, shit, hold on now, hold on now. What they gonna do? They finna fight? Oh, shit. Boy did a prayer to God. Oh, shit, now. 
All right, so there's a 2020 Buick something SUV, which is behind a Honda Odyssey. And he, the Buick, hit the Odyssey. Now, what it looks like, it looks like they're exchanging words. And it, it's two niggas. Oh, you don't see this type of nigger tree often. Hold on now. This guy was in the wrong mostly because he was riding his ass the whole way to the stoplight. You aggressive drivers, I'm you, I don't know what the fuck what, I don't know what the fuck wrong with you niggas. But nonetheless, as I was saying, Kendrick Lamar needs to drop an album fucking tomorrow. I'm I'm sick of really I'm really sick of this nigga just dropping hot verse after hot verse after hot verse. Come on, son. I like music. Give me some music, man. All right, now they they finna beef. Yeah, they finna they finna they finna beef right now. Hold on. Honestly, I wonder if there's any damage. You know how sometimes niggas just be doing the most because you tap their car, but there's literally no damage. But they just left. They left the height. So I'm, I'm very curious to know if there's any damage. I, want, I would love to know. I should go out there with my laptop and my mic. Be like, what's up, niggas? Uh, what y'all talking about? What y'all doing? What happened here? Kind of get like an inside scoop or some shit. <laughs> All right. So homie's walking back to his van, which I can only assume has kids in it. Okay. Now they're definitely exchanging words because, you know, when a nigga's getting aggressive because his shoulders are getting higher. You know what I mean? I'm really sorry that I'm like eating up your time telling the stupid fucking story right now with this accident. But this shit is pretty entertaining to me because this shit's happening real time. Why is it getting darker all of a sudden now? Anyways, I'm sick of these niggas. So, Kendrick needs to drop an album. Uh, Baby Keem, who's actually his cousin, if you didn't know that, is uh, coming out with an album uh, September 10th. So, that would be Friday. Looking forward to that. That's going to be super diggity dope. Um, I've been bumping this Doja Cat weekend song called You Right. That shit's fire. I would check that out. And of course, you can always check out Strawberry Cough because they're fucking neat. Victory Lap. Go check that shit out. Um, and that's really it for music, man. I feel like I really talked your ear off with music this time, but I don't give a fuck. Now you stay 
there's something that I've you know being a man there's certain things that you observe there's certain things that you're constantly seeing there's certain things that maybe throughout the day you're kind of just like oh, what the fuck am I looking at and one of those things is people who don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom that's a that's that's a that's a that's a you're playing a real uh, dangerous game right there I gotta be honest with you you're playing a real fucking dangerous game here. Like everybody's just fucking rolling by and looking at these two cars because they're like right in like the left turning lane, so they're not even able to like. And like these two niggas about to walk past my car. Hold on, you. I saw this guy. Um, he was washing his entire face in a public bathroom sink. That's just gross to me. I don't know. Is that like a thing that niggas do out there? Is that like a like, I can use a public bathroom, no problem. Wash my hands, take a shit, take a pee, all the necessary things. I'm never really putting that shit on my face. Is that safe? That can't be safe. I don't think it's safe. Oh, shit, y'all want to hear about, um, I got objectified. <laughs> I was objectified this, uh, this past week. So, I'm, I, you know, where I park, my building is across the street. So, you know, I park my car, I get out. Um, I think I had my spliff in my mouth because I was just about to light it. I get out because I'm going to walk to the apartment. And there's a car. I can see that there's a woman in it because it's, it's, it's tinted windows. But I can see it's pulling out from the plaza that I park in. And I could see it. I could see her making a right turn. So as I'm, like, waiting, 
I, I can see like so her her windows are tinted and they're down a little bit and they're down enough that I can kind of see her eyes. So <laughs> she pulls she makes the right turn out and she sees me with lock eyes. She stopped the car, put the window down, okay, put the window down to get a better look at me, put her window up, kept driving. Now I can see her head, not her face, but I could see her head in her tinted windows, right? I could see like the what do you call it? The silhouette of her head. And I see her look back at me. She didn't say anything when she just was just looking at me and just ogling me. Um, and I'm not going to lie. That shit felt great. <laughs> I had uh, I had all my gray shorts. They're short shorts. So my dick was all out. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, she's looking at it. Sick. This is exactly what I like. Now, one of my friends, she was like, well, now imagine that. But all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I am imagining that all the time. I would be turned on constantly if women were ogling me. Are you crazy? That's just one of those things that'll be differences between men and women. Like, we will never understand. Um, I mean, okay, we'll understand. At least most of us, we try to understand and empathize, but we'll never truly get it. You know? Because for me, I'm thinking like, yo, if women were constantly talking about my dick... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like oh i could throw a nice dick in your shorts i'll be like oh thank you i'm like oh thanks honestly thank you i would be turned on throughout the whole day because <laughs> that's what compliments do to me you know make my make my dick hard anyways um that was interesting for me i've never really had something that like abrasive and so forward even though she didn't really say shit her eyes really said it all she's like i kind of want your dick in my mouth right now and i was like okay yeah cool let's make it out right now but i've never really had it that I never really had it so aggressive like that. So that was that was a nice, interesting feeling. Um, kind of wish it happened more often. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm sorry if it's so bit uh, boring this uh, this episode, man. I oh shit, man, let's do a let's do a let's do a Bunsy's blunder, man. Let's get a let's get a blunder rolling in this bitch. Um, okay, yeah, here's one. Oh wait, is this it? No, no, that's not it. Yeah, here it is. So her name is Kendra. She's 23, so that can only tell you, excuse me, that she's a fucking idiot. No, I'm <laughs> She's 23. Um, she's Bayesian, so we know that much, and we, I guess, should care about that. Um, and then she just says, no Geminis. That's it. Nothing, nothing more, nothing to further explain, just simply no Geminis. I have to ask, specifically the women who are listening do y'all just wake up retarded or is it <laughs> no okay but in all honesty what does someone's time of birth how does that what's the word how does that shape how does that shape who they are as an adult like what does that mean like why why what's the what's the act what's the obsession with someone's sign Honestly, like I'm, 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 I'm asking. So if you're listening, is it like? Okay, I'm gonna try to piece this together. So please stay with me if I'm, if, if I, if it gets a little crazy. But like, is it that you've had so many fucked up situations with men or in with people in general that you struggle to find out and answer why they are the way they are, so that you would use um, horoscopes and stuff like that 
uh, um, you would use that as like a, a brace and a crutch to say, oh, this is why they're like that because they're a Libra. Oh, this is why they're like, this is why they say the things they say because they're an Aquarius. Oh, this is why they do the things they do because they're a Gemini. Is that like what? That's the only thing that I can really draw to a conclusion, which is kind of a reach. It's a, it's an extreme yoga Bikram reach. Like it, you, me being a Gemini, and I guess maybe you can make an argument and say that I'm fucking salty because she said no Gemini's. Sure, we can roll with that. But what what like to to just cast off of a whole thing of people is just weird. It's weird. You don't know these people. You never had a conversation with them, but you just based off the experiences that you've had with one, two, three, maybe four, you just think, oh yeah. It's it's because they're this sign. You see how fucking stupid that sounds? Do you? Do you do you hear how fucking all right? Everyone's allowed to believe in that anything that they believe, and if you need that to rational rationalize um why people are the way that they are because of uh zodiac signs, go nuts. Go nuts, honestly. I, I truly mean that, and I don't mean any sarcasm. And you know what? There are instances where you know, I believe that I carry certain traits as a Gemini, but to just say I'm not dating someone strictly based off of their zodiac sign—that's that's stupid. Yeah. So let me re- let me refresh everything I just said because I can see how what I said earlier came off a little fucking ignorant. I understand. <laughs> Be- believing in that stuff is not wrong. You guys heard me on a couple few episodes. I used to do tarot card readings, which I'm actually gonna start fucking doing. By the way, I don't know why the fuck I stopped, but. And if you believe that you carry a certain set of uh, traits or characteristics as said sign, that's fine. But to completely deem an entire race of people or an not race of people, an entire category of people because of when they were born. Come on, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are, what are, what are, we, what are we doing? Honestly. What are we doing? So I, that's all I'm asking. What the fuck are we doing? Are you even trying to date? Or are you just looking to waste someone's fucking time? Because that's fucking just dumb. Um, I'll give you a two-pack for Bunsy's Blunder this week. This is another 23-year-old uh, kind of dummy. Uh, <laughs> she didn't really use her real name, unless this is her real name. It's ZZ. Like the Travis, uh, not the Travis, uh, the, the Kodak Black song. <laughs> ZZ <laughs> DA got that dope You know that song Um, And alright so here's the bio She has Three emojis I don't know what this first one is But it looks like a black box with gold writing on it And I for the life of me Don't know what the fuck she's trying to reference there But okay She put the prayer hands And then she she put the money bag, the money bag uh, emoji. And then she says, swipe left if you smoke weed. Now, I get what you're saying and I get what you're probably thinking. You're probably thinking, hey, Bunsy, these are two that are kind of directly <laughs> talking about you. Sure, you're not just salty. With the first one, I can see I can understand why you would say that. This one, I don't fuck you. Fuck you, because you're now eliminating damn near 98 percent of the population. Am I wrong? You're now you're now just saying fuck 90 to 95% of the population because they do something that you don't agree with. I mean, hey, everyone's allowed to have their own preferences. I just think this particular one is pretty dumb. It's just dumb. 
It's just dumb. What is it about weed that you don't like that you don't want your partner to smoke it? She probably has like some really bad negative connotation about like she was either raised to believe that weed was bad for you or she like saw something in the last few years because she's only 23. So she probably saw something in the last few years that really turned her off of weed and doesn't want to be associated with anyone that smokes weed, which is like, all right, cool. We're all allowed to, you know, fucking do what we want to do. It's just weird. (laughs) Oh, my God. What the fuck is wrong with me today? Oh. I know I don't know if anyone else deals with this or struggles with this. And please tell me if you do. That'd be really nice. Slide in my DMs. B U N S I E E with two E's. Alright, don't fuck it up. Um, but maybe you've experienced this. Being 30, I have been solely focusing on the things that you can and cannot do. Let me further explain. A couple weeks ago, I spoke to you guys about an old friend of mine who was taking um, really crazy shots of, of liquor poured by another man in his mouth. And I said that that was nuts to do. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, why is that nuts, Bunzi? Why do you, why is that even an issue that someone does that at whatever age? Like why, why, you know, I still wouldn't do it. I'll, let me put that out there. I still wouldn't do it, but I find myself getting caught up, and this is where I want you guys to tell me if you relate to this or not, but I find find myself getting caught in the idea of what you can and cannot do at a certain age, you know? Like, you can't do this because you're this age, or you can't do this because you're this age, or you can't do this because you're this age. I feel like there's just always been a lot of, like, I put a lot of, like, restriction on myself to not do certain things because I'm a certain age, and it's like, no, you can still do these things. There's really nothing... There's really nothing and no one telling you that you can. Okay, so let me just give you a quick update. Them niggas, they just left. They just left with the, the hit situation. They got out their car. They were talking. They kept looking at the mark as if there was one. There was one or wasn't. And now they just officially left. There's the update. Done, done, done. But anyways, back to what I was saying. I just constantly have been feeling like I've been getting trapped into that. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. You know? I sometimes do feel like I sometimes do have this feeling where, like, we put these unnecessary restrictions on ourselves because we fear of, we fear how good we might feel if we do them. Right? I still don't know if those are things that I'll still do because of those restrictions or if just my comfortability of doing it or whatever it might be. It's just, I do find myself constantly just getting warped into that, like... It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what you what it is that you want to do. You should just fucking do it. You know? And I'm I'm trying to tell myself that more. Like, yo, you can you know you can enjoy this thing called life, right? Like it doesn't have to be sad nigga hours all the time. Like you can you can you can be okay. You can go do stuff with people and your friends and do shit with the people that you love. And go see the people you love. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's just been me and maybe that's been like my weird um what's the word growth over the years or fucking regression. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I, I, I say it all the time. I'm constantly learning, you know, new things. I'm really experiencing a lot of things in this last year. I got to be honest. I, I talk about this a lot about being 30 and just turning 30 and just entering this new stage of my life where it's like, I've been, I, I didn't grow up sheltered. So let me 
preface this by saying that I, I never grew up sheltered. I was allowed to do whatever I want. And I did a lot of things in my 20s. Um, and I experienced a lot of things and a lot of people. But I'm like really being like exposed to a whole new world of things, whether it be family, whether it be dating, whether it be responsibilities, whether it just be my everyday day to day. Like I'm 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 my eyes have been reopened again with being 30. And I don't want to make this sound like some grand gesture of being reborn or something dumb, but it just the feeling of growth and being getting older, you know, and I have wisdom. I was talking to my friend the other day. We we're on the phone and I was telling him, I was like, yo, did you know that we're like. We're in OG years now. Like, we're somebody's OG. And I thought about my circle of people that I love and care for. I'm, I'm like, the oldest out of most of them. I have one, one who's close to my age. She's 29. Two, sorry, that are close to my age. Two, they're 29. And for the most part, the rest of them are 25 and younger. So they haven't really, you know, I, I'm someone's OG and it, 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 I didn't realize how like how responsible I had to be until recently where it's like, oh yeah, like these people come to me for advice and like, I li- I'd, I'd like to think that I'm guiding them in the right way. Try to help them improve themselves in a way that I wasn't able to at that age. I got a 21 year old who's fucking, she is such a, a wild spirit. And she just wants to be able to do any and everything. And I think that's great for her. I really do. I really want her to shoot for the stars and really go after everything. But I tell her all the time, slow down. Because you trying to keep up with with living in your 20s, you trying to live up with the intensity of living in your 20s. You know what I mean? You just constantly being occupied. You're going to have to slow down. Just slow down a little bit. Just slow down. That's it. I don't want you to change anything about what you want for yourself. I don't want you to alter your dreams. I just want you to fucking slow down. You take on too many things at once, it's going to stretch you thin. That's my advice to really anyone who's uh feels like they're struggling with, you know, finding who they are. I tell them just slow down. You don't have to find who you are now. You're not going to find who you are right now. It's not going to happen. I tell them all the time too strap in because your 20s are going to be good bad and indifferent your 20s are going to be a fucking show it's going to be a ride and I'm, I'm i'm definitely sure i mentioned that on this podcast i want you to know your 20s are a tricky fucking time they are you're figuring everything out and you're trying to put all the pieces together when in reality, you don't have to have the pieces together. So I want to put that out there. And whoever's in their 20s and you're feeling like you got to you feeling like you got to have everything figured out now. I promise you, you don't. Yo, what's the point of a bicycle if it's you're just going to put the motor on the back, the back of it? What's like what's the point? You're just defeating the purpose of what a bicycle is supposed to do for you. Anyways, 20 to 25, it's going to be an interesting time. 25 to 26 might be a little bit more settling, but for me it was the opposite. 26 to fucking 30 was just absolutely pure sadness. And I can look back confidently and say that it was pure fucking sadness. And I'm glad that I'm not like that anymore. I really am. Oh, the 20s. The 20s, the 20s, baby. Oh, I can't believe I didn't talk about this. This was 100% on my list. 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how. I've never really, um, as you can see, I'm like struggling to even talk about this. It's, it's Suicide Prevention Month um, here in the month of September. And I'd be lying if I said that I never had thoughts about it when I was younger. Um, even more so than now, I was struggling with the idea of like, oh, what's my purpose here? What am I supposed to like do here? Am I supposed to make people laugh? Am I supposed to have a family? Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly. And this was more so when I'm like 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Like I'm struggling with the idea of what my purpose is, right? So I'd be lying if I said that I never really, that I never had um, thoughts of making an attempt. Because I've been there. I have. Because um, I was really sad earlier in my 20s you know i had a lot of <coughs> had a lot of like built up anger and resentment and i didn't know who to direct that at i just felt like i was angry at the world and the world was taking it out on me <laughs> yeah i know when i said it it sounded crazy <laughs> and i it you know hindsight is twenty twenty, so i'm able to look back on these things and you know address them and kind of be like yo this is what i was going through at this time where it's like and it was always over a girl. Oh, it was always over a girl. But, you know, if you know anyone who is dealing with something um, on a mental level, man, like, just be there for him. You don't have to say anything. A lot of times you don't even really have to engage in the conversation. You just if they just need that person to listen to then just be that. Because that shit is, you know, I don't really think I've ever really talked to anyone about how hard it was for me in my 20s trying to navigate as a man. It was hard. It was hard. At 20, I want to say 1920, I had very uh, clairvoyant visions of what my life was supposed to look like at 25, <laughs> you know? Or even earlier than that, I would say uh, 15, 16, I kind of had a, I thought I had pretty good foresight to see what the future had in store for me. I was going to be 25, I was going to be married, I was going to have some kids, we're going to have a nice house. I was going to have a family and shit, you know, and I was going to be the, the family man that I've always wanted to be. You know what I mean? And that was like something that I really... Oh, it's the devil dogs. Um, it's something that I truly wanted to accomplish, you know, having a family. Having a career, having something that I could be proud of. And then I guess at 25, when 25 came and I looked in my life and I had none of those things. I had none of those things. And that fucked with me. Because every year from, you know... Graduation of high school, so 18 to 25. Every year that I got older and those things um, didn't come to fruition, it got harder and harder on me. It felt like it felt like a cinder block each year was being added to my to my shoulders. It felt like so much weight of the world was being added to me because I didn't have these things by the age that either society told me I should have it by or at least I told myself that I should have it by. And that fucked with me. That fucked with me tremendously. It wasn't up until maybe 
2019. Fuck that. It wasn't up until January 2020 when I had a real breakdown conversation with my dad on the phone. He said, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And that was everything that I felt that I needed to hear. Having the time off in 2020 helped me tremendously. It um, it silenced a lot of the noises and a lot of the voices in my head. The you're a failure, the you're not good enough, the you could be more, you could be better. It silenced all of that. I don't have that shit anymore. My anxiety, for the most part, kind of eradicated. Kind of. Not completely, but kind of. And I got it, like, you know, I don't know if this is one of those things with just getting older and just being who I am today at 30. It's, it's, I got, it, it feels good to be where I'm at. It feels absolutely great. To be at this place of emotional awareness and um, mental maturity, or at least making the attempt, you know what I mean? But being here, wherever this, wherever here is, it feels great for me. Because there was a time when I did not want to be anything, if you catch my drift. So that's why months like this are so important to me. Uh, it shines light on something that doesn't get talked about enough, the men's suicide rate. Um, we, have the, we have the highest suicide rate, um, and that's annually. And that's been for as long as I can remember. Um, and it's a very disparaging um, thing. Um, obviously suicide is not just a specific thing, so I'm going to make that clear. Um, but I do believe that because we are men, uh, it's not talked about enough. Um, and it's not, the, not enough light is shed on it. Uh, and we don't, we're unfortunately not, uh, as important sometimes in the public eye. So that's why things like that will never really, really, really get talked about and, you know, we're you know, I I I think a, a a part of society and a part of the world still is is you know they expect men to be hold all that shit in and be a man again, and that's what it is to be a man. Is like you're you're not supposed to have feelings, you're not supposed to have, you know, you're not supposed to express yourself. It it's important that we, it, I I gotta I just gotta be clear here. Like I I do this podcast you know, for me, but I also do it for other young men out there. I do it for other young men and to, to just show them that it, it's okay to be whoever the fuck you want to be. If you're someone who wants to share your feelings, if you're someone who's an emotional person, if you feel if you find someone who, if you're someone who doesn't want to share their feelings, you're someone who doesn't want to share the emotions, both are fine. But as long as you're moving true to yourself, that's always, that's, the bottom line every single time move true to yourself and move with integrity I, I, I know I probably say that word a lot and I'm going to keep saying it integrity is important and this is beyond it just being for men young men like, this is for people but just to touch on that you know this being for young men I, 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 I simply only say the things that I say to young men so that they don't make the same mistakes that I made in life that they don't take the same route that I took. Not the greatest route to end up where you want to end up. If you, you know, see what I'm saying? Like, be better than me. My job is to 
to coach the next generation. My job is to somehow influence or impact. I got to be able to do that. That's the, I don't struggle with the purpose thing no more because I know what I'm supposed to do. I have a better understanding and I'm, I'm just trying to make the next generation better. Just trying to make them better, man. And I think that's it. I've been talking for a long time. <laughs> I bought a lot of nonsense, so I'm going to, I'm going to head out y'all, but, uh, you guys know the vibes already, man. I fucking love each and every one of you. I appreciate you so much for f- fucking listening every week. The same, what is it? 18 to 20 people that be listening every week. I fucks with y'all, man. Thank you. Honestly. Thank you. It, it, from the bottom of my heart. I know you guys get these heartfelt. Thank yous Every fucking episode. And guess what? It's going to happen every fucking episode. Cause at this point, I feel like this is relating to some people. And if it's relating with you, thank you for, for coming back. Honestly. Honestly. So with that being said, you could have been anywhere in the world. But you're here with me. Shout out, Jay-Z. It's Bunzy B. <laughs> thank you, guys. Until next time. Holla. Let's go. Let's go.